2: It is Wednesday, June fifteenth, two thousand and sixteen, <clears throat> and welcome to episode number one hundred and seventy-five. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, twenty-five away from the big two-zero-zero of the mothership broadcast of the WWS Radio Network. Of course, the heart and soul of the radio network, the one and the only uh, main main event itself, WWS Revolution. And of course, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, back on the line here with you. Uh, of course, uh, joining me here this evening is our pr- premier WCWS news tag team known simply as King Ice, and of course, I will introduce him right, right here. First off, we have King and W.O. himself, the main man, GTS uh, himself, Gerard T. Smith. Of course, he is a 2014 Hall of Famer, as well as, of course, <clears throat> uh, the mainstay of the radio network and the CEO of WCWS and his News to, and his tag team news partner, and also in some titles as well in our trivia contest. As well, I should say that the Iceman himself, JD Jared DiGeraldo, of course, he is a 2015 Hall of Famer, as well as, of course, part of Raw radio and all the other shows as well. And uh, hopefully, we'll have more folks popping on in here as, as the night progresses tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, uh, King Ice brings you the the news and views of the day, and then, of course. <clears throat> Uh, and then, then of course, I will be bringing the history and birthdays here. and for right now, the Human Supposed Machine, John Gross, and then afterwards some general wrestling discussion, possibly less followed by the old standby, which of course, Jay Gerard will introduce that here, at here later on here in the show. <clears throat> but uh, speaking of Gerard, let's go ahead and go to him now, and let's let him go ahead and tell you how you can be involved in, in 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 what is becoming the biggest phenomenon here in wrestling podcast history, we should say here, of course, Revolution. Gerard, take your way. Let people know how they can jump in and join meeting you and JD here tonight.
0: Well, if you'd
3: like to talk to the
0: three
3: amigos, all you have to do is punch that number in 1724 444-7444, four, 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 four. Put the ID number in one three eight zero five five. Press pound. Press one, and you'll be connected to us.
2: Absolutely, and George could not said so the best, ladies and gentlemen. And speaking of which, King Ice will dive right on into it. King Ice has our news and views, hot and ready to pop, coming out of the oven, as we always say. Right here, in the, right here in the mothership broadcast, and I will turn right over here to the main man himself to get things rolling here as part of our wrestling news and views right here on Revolution. Remember, episode number one hundred and seventy-five, twenty-five away from the big two zero zero. Can't wait to see what happens with that. So, Gerard, my man, take her away. Let's see what's going on in the world of wrestling news today.
3: Uh, yes, uh, let's do that. Um... Hold on. I gotta get it fire, fired up.
2: <laughs> fired up, man. Fired up. <laughs> <laughs> ah,
0: what's
2: up? All right. Oh,
0: okay. All right. We have today... Check that out. I bet it sucks, but hey, we'll check it out. On us, we'll be the judge of that.
2: <laughs>
3: oh <yeah. laughs> It looks like Ryback is really preparing for his post WWE career, as seen below. The big guy recently posted some studio photos. Take it. The former Intercontinental Champion is currently at home due to contract dispute and believe he will be released once his current contract expires this summer. He posts a following. He's really excited about the brand I'm building and the things that I'm going for. Wrestling is just one part of my life, and I refuse
0: feed me more. Apparently, he's probably going
3: to go into... Acting, I guess.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Let's let's
3: fastly move on to something else that's uh, more interesting. Oh, a TNA wrestler leaves TNA. Wow, that's a shock. Well, oh, no biggie in anyway, it, but. Uh, U.S. Veteran Sergeant Chris Mendendez announced on Twitter that he has left TNA. He is now taking bookings through his Sarge brand Gmail. Mendendez was trained by Team 3D Wrestling Academy and was signed by TNA in 2014 after being injured in a blast in 2006, costing him his arm
0: and leg. He only worked a handful of matches.
1: And I tagged J.D. in. TNA numbers this week however, were down significantly despite technical problems in the two hours that they were available. Last week they did 326,000 viewers. This week they only could draw a number of 210,000, if you will. Also, yeah, very alarming. Uh, Also tonight, of course, we understand that uh, Shinzi Nakamura took on Austin Aries and Samoa Joe in Liverpool at a house show. And at the TV tapings tonight, however, that were on the show, I believe, if I'm just finding these right now, we saw the debut of the Authors of Pain with Precious Paul Ellering uh, make their debut, and needless to say, they squashed their opponent. Also on the show, we saw Tessa Blanchard return to NXT, taking on Carmella. Unfortunately, Carmella beat Tessa Blanchard. And in the main event, however, real quick, if we're going to find out here in just a second... It was, I just saw it, Ty Dillinger taking on another newcomer, Andrea Almas, however, in a rematch from last week's TakeOver show. Andrea Almas, of course, won, however, with uh, a wheelbarrow bulldog followed by the running double knees in the corner for the victory. As a result, however, there's still some talk, however, also we understand, however, that they'd want to do maybe Finn Balor and Nakamura for TakeOver in Brooklyn, which is called uh, TakeOver Brooklyn, The Return, and sold out within 24 hours, believe it or not. So it looks like, uh, once again, NXT is becoming very big in the Brooklyn area, as it is planned to be held the night before WrestleMania on Saturday, August the 20th. Of course, we will keep you up to date in the weeks to come of more NXT matches are available, but right now it seems like the one match that everyone wants to see, and we could see an announcement in the coming weeks, however depending on what happens uh, this week, obviously, with Money in the Bank, could be Finn Balor versus Shinzi Nakamura one-on-one. <clears throat> Absolutely.
2: Uh, I believe, J.D., like I said, that, that the new NXT show was called Back to Brooklyn, I believe is what they call yes, it. Yes,
1: Back to Brooklyn, yes, it is.
2: Thank you very much, George and J.D. Of course, King Alex is your premier WS News tag team. Of course, they give you all the news to fit to print. And, of course, if it doesn't fit, what do they, what do, they do? They make it fit. They always do a fine job with that. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, by the way, the TNA thing, the technical, the technical difficulties, I found a video of it uh, on Facebook, and I posted it in the TNA US page. So if anyone wants to And it's I got maybe not even a two-minute video, I think. Uh, I don't know who it was that did the video, but it was a girl. I'm not sure who it was. Uh, but, uh, <clears throat> but anyway, she... Uh, the Sympathist said that, like you said, we'll we're going to try to get you back on as soon as we can. And Apparently, <laughs> I guess that never happened. Obviously, so uh, because of... <clears throat> uh, I think also,
1: some said that they may have had bad weather down there last night too. I heard something about that.
2: Oh, guys, I wanted to mention one more thing. In the, one more thing before I go to the history and birthdays. And I found this on our wrestling, on our history wrestling uh, site. That we always use. A Hall of Fame diva is possibly up for one more match in the WWE. Hmm. And ladies and gentlemen, she is the one and only WWE Hall of Famer, Trish Stratus.
1: Could we see Trish and Charlotte at SummerSlam?
2: Well, let me, let, let me go ahead and read the story here. Uh, according to, like I said, the site that was, it was posted earlier this afternoon, On, like I said, our, our, I'm going to call it our wrestling history site. And Gerard, I think you'd love to hear this. So listen, perk up those ears, bud. Here you go. WWE Hall of Famer Trish Stratus has a new movie out called Gridlocked. The Canadian is is out, is on a bit of a press tour to promote the direct to digital action flick. So it's going to be going directly online, I guess, pretty much. Hmm. She told WWE.com, She's never surprised by how well-known she is for her wrestling past, even it was a decade after she retired as women's champion. So it makes sense she'd spend some time chatting about ring life while talking about working with uh, uh, one half of the lethal weapon, lethal weapon team, Danny Glover, in her latest film. Ooh. work someone like that? Oh, heck yes. <laughs> as a guest, of course, on the Ring Rust Radio. I don't know if y'all heard of that or not.
1: Uh, yeah, I've heard of it. Okay.
2: The forty year old mother of one explained she's game for a comeback and proposed a couple a couple of intriguing names as potential as she's called it dance partners. And guys you ain't gonna believe who she's talking about. Let me go ahead and it's just her words from Trish Trash herself. It says The line I've always given people for the past two years is who would you who would you who would you guys like to see me fight? A while people didn't people really didn't know who they would want to see me fight and make it worthwhile. And of course, one name that she brought up here, I will say it. Would it make sense for me to come back and fight Sasha, ah. Sasha Banks? I will never close the door if there is something that will challenge me. Uh, it would have to be a challenge to me. It would ele- have to elevate someone else on the show, It would need to be something exciting for the fans. What do they want to see? And here's another name that's been brought up. I always ask who I would go back and work. Uh, who I would go back and work for? And she, that person he, she mentioned was Natalia. She is one of the top current girls, but I never got a chance to work with her, and it would be kind of, kind of a dream to be able to. If I could return and have some challenging and good matches, I would, I would have no doubt in coming back just as long as I could keep up in the ring. I think I would be okay. This is according to Trish Stratus. She said, setting aside for the moment that Trish may not be keeping up with the product, seeing as how Natalia has been feuding for the women's title, again, television time counts as being a top girl right now. He's saying all the right things here. As an actress and fitness entrepreneur, Stratus is probably as close to ring-ready as someone who hasn't wrestled since 2006 can be, and if she's game. And, of course, uh, and here's a couple of questions that this story has posed, and I'll ask Gerard, I'll ask you this first, and J.D., I'll ask you next. Would you like to see a comeback match for Trish, or would that not be good for her legacy? Gerard, what's your take on this?
3: Um, well, look who you're asking. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I would love to see Trish back like I love a cold beer in the morning.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, there you go. uh, and, uh action,
3: you... guaranteed.
2: You got that right. Uh, uh, and like the new generation will get to experience that satisfaction. Am I right there, Duane? Well if we
3: could just have Lita come back with Trish, that would be fantastic.
2: Oh, shoot, yeah. How about it? One more? One more? Hey, that, you, you, that would be called an Ultimate Legends match right there. Absolutely. Uh, J.D., your take on uh, the this, this same question.
1: Trish would do fantastic, I think, because not only she could have great matches with people like Sasha, she would mix it up maybe good with like Charlotte, Becky, Paige, Bailey. Even I mean, it would be fantastic.
2: I, I would I would agree with I would agree you all to right nothing more could be said. And let me let me go ahead and, and Gerard, I'll come out to you and ask this question: Would it help or hurt the ladies currently struggling to earn more time and respect in WWE?
0: Uh wait, wait, uh wait, what do you
3: mean? Uh are you perspective of the younger chicks you mean? Or? Well,
2: like if he was to come back and wrestle like um like one of the one of the newer talent, pretty much the think is what this is asking. Would it help those those the those who are currently struggling to earn more time and respect or would it help would it help them or would it hurt them? That's what this question is asking. It
3: would help them. Yeah. Uh, I would agree.
1: Yeah. And I would too Mm -hmm. because I think it would because some of these people who are just getting up uh, to the minors like the Baileys, the Tessa Blanches, the Carmellas of the world, they can learn from her. They can be taught from her, however, and they can – I mean they've always seen footage of her maybe on YouTube or in video form. On you, like I said on WWE Network or uh, specials, whatever. But they can also learn that you can teach these people uh, new moves, how that they have not been taught from other legends and other people that that brought them into the business, so to speak.
2: Oh, I, I would definitely agree with that as well. Um, um, and of course, like I said that. Of course, you know you heard her, what, what what she said in, the, in this statement here. And let me ask you guys. Let me ask y'all a quick opinion about this. We would love to see her take on, say, like, for example, she mentioned Sasha Banks. Gerard, would that be
1: a good opponent for Trish?
3: Two thumbs up.
1: J.D.? I'm face? back. Sorry about that. Yeah, sorry about
2: that. I had to do something. I'm back. What's up? Okay. Okay. Well, what I was asking was, do you think Sasha Banks was one of the divas that Trish did mention that she would like to face? Would that be a good
1: yeah, I think team? so. Like a SummerSlam or maybe a WrestleMania would be something nice. I mean that would be that'd be a very special attraction match, how I mean you can have Sasha I mean, we know she's the boss and she can be the heel again, say to Trish how you're old school, how I remember when I'm watching when I was younger, however, how you're not the boss of this division anymore. I'm the boss. And uh, Trish can come out and say, well, if you're going to do that, how are you going to say that? How Prove me wrong, however, so to speak. And uh, you can have, uh, like, a real great uh, dream match at WrestleMania. Um,
2: Gerard, let me ask another one that Trish did mention in this statement was Natalya. Would
1: that be a good match?
3: Yes, it would be. uh um,
2: anyway. And I would
1: would agree, too. I mean, it would be another great match for WrestleMania or even a pay-per-view. Because, I mean, there is talk Natty might be retiring. I mean, we've talked about it before, maybe within this next year. And if Natty's going to go out, however, and Natty wants to have that one big swan song closing end to what has been a pretty unique career, however, as a diva, however... Then Trish would be the perfect full, perfect for her. And I think they can not only put it on pay per view, however, I think they would have to televise it, however, off the network, maybe, like on a raw, like a raw, I even mean, a pay per view, like I said, or hopefully it won't be, like I said, a big, big event, you know? So, certainly. And
2: we'll have to wait and see, like I said, if, if Trish comes back, man, I'll be definitely getting my eyes peeled
1: on that. I think we but, all will. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, I think Gerard, JD, and myself will be the first three lines to get some of that satisfaction. (laughs) Yes, sir. Absolutely, gentlemen. And uh, on that note, we'll go on right ahead and dive on. And I'll take this for the uh, human suplex machine, John Gross, here tonight. Resident history and birthdays for Today here, June the 15th. Uh, Let's go ahead and dive on into it. Uh, 25 years ago today, that was put it at about uh
0: nineteen
2: nineteen ninety one. Yeah, ninety nine. yeah, ninety one, yeah. That's okay, that's what it says right here. And I'm sure uh Gerard J D y'all I'm sure y'all remember this. The World Bodybuilding Federation <coughs> presented the WBF championship from the Trump Taj Mahal in Atlantic City, New Jersey. The event was a combination of what Vincent Mann had built since the previous summer. A boost ball at the 1990 Mr. Olympia event, considered to be the biggest event in bodybuilding, intended to promote a magazine, turned out to be the announcement of the formation of the WBF, like the World Bodybuilding Federation. In early 1991, 13 men, all former International Federation of Bodybuilders, or IFBB, pros, were introduced as the WBF roster. Uh, and, of course, they were known as body stars. <laughs> yeah, okay. Many were offered two-year contracts at least $200,000 annually, but Gary Stridum was offered the most at $1.2 million over three years. This was at a time when the top Beavers, IFBB, and that's the way they put it, were making it at best around $50,000 a year. <coughs> oh, what? The bylay for the show is largely unknown but is believed to have done poorly. So did the video release of the events. I do remember the video of this. Gary Stridev won the event with Mike Christian officially second, Barry, De, Barry, De, Barry DeMay third, and Jim Quinn and Eddie Robinson rounding out the top five. In a bit of coincidence, that was the order of the five highest paid stars in the WBF, leading me to believe the competition was fixed. The rumors ultimately proved Unfounded, And, of course, obviously, that did not last very long either. So. What was the next thing he traveled? Was it the X, XFL later on? Like yep, that? Yeah, 2001. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Nineteen years ago today, that would put it at around, the us nineteen, uh, nineteen ninety... Ninety-five. Ninety-five. No, ninety-seven. No, not ninety-seven. Ninety-seven, ninety, yeah.
1: Yeah, 1997. And talk about the XFL, they were talking about doing, I think, a special on ESPN one time called "The Rise and Fall of the XFL."
2: Oh Lord! Oh boy, Is anybody, would anybody want
1: to see that? I would. I mean, I grew up. I, I mean, I watched it. I, I think it'd be interesting.
2: Howard, would you would you would you want to see something on the XFL? Yeah, I would. Well, I mean, well, we, we might. Uh, yeah, and if, if they ever do that sometime, we would love. I would love to get it. Uh, Posted on posted on here and showed everybody. So yeah, why not? Okay. And anyway, in 1997, on the state, WCW presented the Great American Bash from the Mark of the Quad Cities in Moline, Illinois. Nine thousand six hundred thirteen were in attendance, with two hundred twenty thousand homes watching on pay-per-view, as up from one hundred seventy thousand homes for the '96 event. And here is the card, here, guys. Y'all might remember a lot of these. Ultimate Dragon defeated Psychosis. Great match. Yes. All of Heat he defeated the Steiner Brothers by DQ. Uh, Conan defeated Hugh Morris. Glacier. Everyone, everyone, everyone I know, remembers Glacier. Yeah. Uh, he's actually on Facebook here using his real name, I think. Uh, yeah. Defeated Rath. Yeah. Rath was, um, wasn't he Brian Clark? did Yes. Bron- That's what I thought. Okay. That's what I thought. Akira Hokuto defeated Medusa in a title versus career match to retain the WCW women's title. But the Lost Medusa was banished from WCW, in a bit of irony, soon after, so was Akira. She was released soon after the bout and the championship retired, making Akira the only WCW women's champion in company history. Ain't that something? Oh, wow. Chris Benoit defeated Ming via submission in a death match. Kevin Green defeated Steve Mongo McMichael. The Outsiders, of course, Hall of Nash defeated Ric Flair and Riley Riley Piper to retain the WCW World Tag Titles. And Randy Savage defeated DDP in a Falls Count Anywhere match. That was a good pay-per-view. I remember that. Uh, 18 years ago here today, uh, that was in 1990, I believe 1998, I believe. Yes. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, Rawls War from San Antonio, Texas, of course, home of the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Kane and Mankind called Steve Austin and the Undertaker to a no contest in a Hell in a Cell match. It was the first time the Hell in a Cell match was presented on broadcast television. That's been the only time, hasn't it? Ever I seen think it was time. one of the
1: couple times, yeah. I listened, it's not been on that much.
2: Oh, okay. okay. Uh, uh, and, of course, uh, Jay, this, is right, this next one close to your neck of the woods. You might remember this. Excuse me, 14 years ago today, which would be put at 2002, Major League Wrestling presented its first ever event, Genesis, from Viking Hall. Uh, I think it was formerly known as the ECW Arena in Philadelphia. Yeah,
1: about five highlighted... hours outside of my area and not far from Greg's area. Okay. Right. It was highlighted
2: by an eight-man tournament to crown the first MLW World Heavyweight Champion. And let me throw out some of these names. I think you might have heard some of these names, uh, Gerard and J.D. Let me go and and let you know who they are. <clears throat> uh, Jerry Lynn. Uh, defeated LaParca in a quarterfinal match. Vampiro defeated Christopher Daniels in a quarterfinal match. Taiyo K, I guess that's how you pronounce it, K- T-A-I-Y-O K-E-A, I guess that's how you pronounce it, I'm not sure, defeated The Wall in a quarterfinal match. Shane Douglas defeated Steve Carino in a quarterfinal match. Prince Nana, Super Hentai, and Ultra Tyro Jr., Defeated Devon Storm, uh, I guess you pronounce it Abundai, I guess that's how you pronounce it, and Rising Sun. Oh, okay. This one right here I think is a women's match. P.J. Friedman defeated Shirley Doe. Shane Douglas defeated Jerry Lynn in a semifinal. Vampiro and Tayo Kai fought to a draw, As there were no buys in the tournament, both men advanced to the final. Shane Douglas defeated Vampiro and Tayo K in a three-way match to become the first MLW World Heavyweight Champion. Unbelievable!
1: He was doing triple duty that night. Absolutely.
2: 14 years ago today, uh, once again here in uh, 2002 in San Antonio, cops were called into the home of Steve and Deborah Williams. Of course, obviously, that would be Stone—that would be Steve Stone Cold Steve Austin's wife, Deborah. After an argument that ended with Deborah having a welt on her face and bruises on her back, Ooh. Deborah said that Steve hit her several times, in quotation marks, during the argument. Steve fled the scene before police arrived. Two months later, Austin would be charged with misdemeanor assault and turned himself into Bexar County, Texas authorities. He was released on $5,000 bond. That November, Steve pled no contest of a sentence to one-year probation, fine $1,000. And sentenced to 80 hours community service. He was also ordered to attend domestic violence counseling.
1: Hmm.
2: By doing that to Stone Cold Steve Austin, that is, oh boy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bad yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah,
2: tell me about it. Uh, 13 years ago today, WB presented Bad Blood from the Compact Center in Houston, Texas. This was the first brand exclusive pay per view in the United States with only Raw wrestlers featured on the show. The practice will continue for all B Show events until 2007. About 10,000 people were in attendance. With 385,000 homes watching on pay-per-view, that's up from 320,000 homes for the June 2002 event, King of the Ring. Okay, hmm, not bad. And here are some of the matches that took place in this. And a, and a. Okay, I remember this pay-per-view. In a Sunday Night Heat pre-show match, Ivory defeated Molly Holly.
1: We did this actually. It's funny we did this. Uh, Gerard picked this moment last night on the uh, retro time machine and revisited.
2: Oh, is that right? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. oh, bad blood, huh? Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Oh. I was just
1: call last night. I, I, we, we went over this last night, all the matches and everything, and we were talking about all these matches in great detail, including the big main event.
2: Oh my goodness! Rodney Mag defeated Christopher, and Christopher Nowinski defeated the Dudley Boys. Are you serious? Oh man. Okay. Scott Steiner defeated Tess to win Stacy Keybird's managing services. Okay. Booker T defeated Christian by DQ in the WWE, in WWE Intercontinental Championship match. La Resistance, who was Rene Dupree and Savon Grenier at the time, defeated RVD and Kane to win the World Tag Team titles. This match, I remember, big time right here, Goldberg defeated Y2J Chris Jericho, which, believe it or not, during that match, if you remember, a lot of people were cheering for Jericho.
1: Yeah,
2: I remember. I think yeah, so. Yeah, they want Goldberg in WWE for some, Yeah, uh, I remember hearing all about that. Ric Flair defeated Shawn Michaels, and Triple H defeated Kevin Nash in a Hell on the Cell match to retain the World Heavyweight Title. Mick Foley was a special referee in that match. <clears throat> Twelve years ago today, in two thousand four, at SmackDown Taven in Chicago, Rey Mysterio defeated Chavo Guerrero Sr. to win the WWE Cruiserweight Title. Following the taping, Guerrero was released, allegedly for no showing, some SmackDown house show events. The Chavo Classic was released for not oh. coming on the show. On the same taping, the Dudley Boys defeated Charlie Haas and Rico to win the WWE Tag Team Titles. The win made the Dudleys the first duo to win both Rawls and SmackDown's Tag Team Titles. Ten years ago today, here 2006, and, and uh, George, I you're gonna love this part right here. ECW founder Todd Gordon shared his thoughts on the ECW reboot in a statement to PW, PWInsider.com. He was possibly, perhaps, he was perhaps foreshadowing. But let me go. Ahead and, this is what this is, this is. This is his point of view on it, guys. Listen very carefully. I have received hundreds of calls and emails regarding what the WWE's version of ECW looked look like to me last night. Actually, nothing about the show was surprising to me in any way. It, it was what it was, a third-brand extension of a stale wrestling product. If Paul Heyman and Tommy Dreamer have to worry about serving all these masses from WWE creative, you know who I mean, to the sci-fi network, <clears throat> then any fan must realize you're not going to get authentic crowd reactions, let alone chance on basic cable. I assume that rather than dub over the crowd's vulgarity, it was easier just to feed them a crappy shows so they could never get truly riled up. Enjoy for what it is, but don't fool yourself into thinking that it really is possible to catch lightning in the bottle twice because that is not the case. So, guys, apparently, he's uh, that original founder of ECW. Uh, oh, boy. He uh, he he was, t- he was tearing this reboot up, a uh, uh, reboot of ECW, a big one, big time here during this time. So. but he was not satisfied with that, apparently.
1: Hmm. No, he wasn't. Uh, we have
2: a we have a, uh, a, a sad note here uh, in in our history tonight. Nine years ago today, which would be 2005, Sherry Russell, later Sherry Shule, the best known to wrestling fans as sensational Sherry Martell, died of a drug overdose at her mother's home in McAlla, Alabama. She was 49 years old. And here's some history right here. I will read through this pretty quickly. Born February 8, 1958, Birmingham, Alabama, Sherry was first introduced to wrestling, and her mother took her and her sister to wrestling events in Mississippi. When she was 16, she sought advice on how to become a wrestler by Grizzly Smith, which we all know is the father of Jacob Snake Roberts. <clears throat> almost told her to come back in five years when she's an adult. During her second marriage, her interest in wrestling picked up again. began training with Butch Moore in Memphis, and then with the fabulous Mula in South Carolina. It was there where Sherry picked up her ring name, Sherry Martell. She originally wrestled as Sherry Martine. Okay? Allegedly, it was Sherry's parting ways that got her kicked from wrestling school. Martel returned to Memphis and was managed by Jim Cornette, but her wrestling career was put on hold when she was injured in a battle royal. When she recovered, she joined the AWA with the help of Larry Zbyszko. Huh, that's not bad. In September 1985, the Superclass, Sherry defeated Candy Divine to win the AWA World Women's title. The two would trade the championship over the next nine months, with each woman winning the belt from the other twice. She doubled as a manager, managing Playboy Buddy Rose and Pretty Boy Doug Summers to win to the AWA World Tag Team titles. Soon after winning the AWA Women's title for the third time, she was WWF bound thanks to a referral by Jesse Ventura. So Jesse Ventura helped her get her foot in the WWF store. Yeah. On July 24, 1987, she debuted a sensational sharing and success quickly found her. She defeated Fabulous for the WWF Women's title that day, and held the championship for the next 15 months, finally losing it to Rockin' Robin in Paris. I remember this. In October 1988, the women's division would be phased out by 1990, but Sherry remained, uh, re- remained on in one of her most famous roles, manager to the stars, she says. Following WrestleMania five, she aligned with Macho Man Randy Savage against Hulk Hogan and Ms. Elizabeth. The feud, which would include Bruce Beefcake and Zeus of No Holds Barred fame, would last for the remainder of the year, at SummerSlam, Martell got on wanted a haircut after she was knocked out by Elizabeth with Sherry's purse. Oh, yeah, I remember that. But that, that was great. Martell and Savage were feud with Dusty Rhodes and Sapphire for most of 1990, but it was Miss Elizabeth that folded WWF's King and Queen again when she interpreted on Dusty and Sapphire's behalf at WrestleMania 6. The alliance between Sherry and Randy ended at WrestleMania 7 when Savage was forced to retire after being defeated by the Ultimate Warrior. An irate Sherry kicked away the defeated Savage until so Elizabeth came to his rescue. Later in the show, Sherry helped Ted DiBiase tap Roddy, Roddy Piper aligning herself with the Million Dollar Man. Yes, I remember this. <clears throat> a few months later, Sherry would align herself with Shawn Michaels, even providing the vocals for for her for, for the theme song there, for, I guess for a scene there. Later in 1992, Shawn Michaels would be confronted by returning Marty Gennetti and grab the mirror he was looking at himself with. Ginetti looking to hit Michaels hit Sherry instead. She would be off television to the 1993 Royal Rumble where Sherry turned on Michaels. Sean confronted Sherry, but Marty came to her rescue. The feud with Tess and Jeanette was briefly released. Sherry aligned herself with Tatanka and their feud with Lynn Vachon and Bam Bam Bigelow, but the feud never concluded with Sherry being released that summer. After a brief run in ECW, Sherry went to WCW as Sensuous Sherry in 1994. She aided Ric Flair in his feud with Hulk Hogan and Sting. The next year... Sherry, now known as Sister Sherry, aligned with herself with Harlan Heat. Under her management, the duo won the WWE World Tag Team Championship seven times. She had a brief on-screen relationship <clears throat> with Colonel Robert Parker until Harlan Heat fired him. Sherry herself would be ditched by Harlan Heat in July of nineteen ninety-seven. She would make cameo appearances for most of the remainder of her career, appearing at the infamous Heroes of Resident pay view in October nineteen ninety-nine. Returning briefly to WCW in 2000 as part of the Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels' feud in 2005, where Sherry sung a parody of Shawn Michaels' theme, Sexy Boy, and for TNA in light 2006, offering her managerial services with Brother Robert Roode. Sherry was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame by TV in April 2006. On the morning of June 15, 2007, Martell was found dead in her mother's residence in McCall, Alabama, a suburb of Birmingham. She was 49. Three months later, Homicide Investigators revealed that she died of a drug overdose with multiple drugs in her system, including high amounts of oxycodone. Martel, who was posthumously inducted into the Depression Hall of Fame in 2014, had one son. Now, I did not know that either. I did not know she had a child. Hmm. Two years ago today, TNA presented uh, Saniversary 12 from College Park Center in Arlington, Texas. <clears throat> uh and I will let you know I did double check the human suppression machine John Gross is made on the chat box. I'm going say he is on with us as well. <clears throat> At the show Kurt Hangle announced that the newest members of, of the Team Day Hall of Fame would be Team Three D. Okay. Sonata defeated Manic, Tigre Uno, Crazy Steve, Eddie Edwards, and Davy Richards and that six man ladder managed to retain the Team A Division title. <clears throat> Uh, Bobby Lashley defeated Samoa Joe to earn a TNA World Heavyweight Championship match later in the show. Magnus defeated Willow. Uh, we say Willow was an alter ego of Jeff Hardy, right? Sounds right. That's right, okay. Austin Aries defeated Kenny Key to earn a TNA World Heavyweight Championship match later in the show. Von Eric 3G. Marshall Von Erich and Ross Von Erich versus DJ Z and... and uh, and and Jesse Goddard's uh I believe that I believe they uh won by D Q. Von Bon Eric three G. I never heard of that. Hmm. Angelina Love defeated Gail Kim to retain the teammate knockouts title. E C three defeated Bully Ray in a Texas death match. Mr. Anderson defeated James Storm. I'm glad Michelle's not on to hear that. And and Eric Young defeated Austin Aries and Bobby Lashley in a three way steel cage match to retain the TNA A world heavyweight title. Oh wow, that was something. Being able to being being able to uh, uh defeat Bobby Lashley like that, that's big. All right, all right. <clears throat> all right guys, um time for time for the bit time for the big guess. Time for the big guess here. Uh now I did say it would be the second person I do the birthday for, but Let's do for the first one here and I will and I'll mention a clue here. Uh Gerard, are you on with us here, sir? Uh,
0: Gerard are you there, sir? I didn't hear you,
2: I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, alright. Alright guys. This first birthday, it is a it is it is a female competitor uh in WWE. Um, let me see another one you say uh currently she's an n x t um, let me see what else I can say. She recently held the n x t women's bill um, you already want to guess as to who I'm talking about
0: um, is she a hugger
2: might be might be
3: I'm going to take a guess and stab in the dark and say Bailey.
2: JD, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I think it's Bailey.
2: All uh, right, John, do you want to take a guess here too? I want to give everybody. Uh... Like I say, he made it on
0: here to the chat box.
2: Uh, and, and he's guessed that, too. And, gentlemen, all three of y'all would be absolutely right. It is, in fact, of course, she is 27 years old today. Of course, her real name is Pamela Rose Martinez. Of course, she's well-known now as Bailey. <clears throat> of course, here's some brief history about her. The Newark, California-born Martinez began her career on the independent circuit, specifically in Northern California-based big-time wrestling. She competed there for four years as the Rose. Rose. A lot of part of her independent career saw her compete for bigger indies including NWA Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, Shine Wrestling, and Shimmer Women Athletes. Okay. She was picked up by WWE in December 2012. After initially competing under a mask, she debuted on March, March 13th as Bailey. Three months later, her character was fleshed out as a doe-eyed fangirl. Her naivete got her in more than in a that, that little hot water having long-term feuds with Sasha Banks and Charlotte as feuds with Becky Lynch and Emma. Bailey's signature move came at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn in August 2015, and Bailey defeated Sasha Banks for the NXT Women's Title. The two rematches just over a month later, a takeover were spent in the first ever Women's Iron Man match.
1: Two great matches,
2: man. You got that right. Bailey won the match 3-2, rematch 3-2, where she scored the decisive following just the three seconds remaining. Impressive. After fed off challengers including Alexa Bliss, even Marie, Mia, Jackson, and Carmella, Bay was defeated via technical submission at Takeover Palace by Asuka on April the first, ending her reign at 223 days. Impressive, impressive reign for her. Yep. who include Randy Savage, The Rock, Eddie Guerrero, and Lita among her influences has been well honored in her career already. Just in 2015, she won Match of the Year honors from Pro Wrestling Illustrated and Rolling Stone. Her two major, of course, her major, two major vows against Sasha Banks won PWI's Most Inspirational Wrestler Award and was named Wrestling Observer Newsletter's Most Improved Wrestler. She also won two NXT Year End Awards, one for female competitor and one for match of the year. Of course, it was all have to do with her battle against Sasha Banks at Takeover of Brooklyn. <clears throat> and that's and like I so said today, ladies and gentlemen, it's her, her birthday, 27 years old. Happy birthday to Bailey. And Gerard, here you go, my man. Here's when you get to come in and take a guess. And J.D., John, if you want to t- chime in on this as well, please feel free. Okay. Uh, Gerard, as I said before, this next birthday uh, is, of course, uh, he competed in WCW for a while. Of course, he, he got real, a little bit big when he joined the NWO. Uh, and like I said, and, and everyone can take multiple wish, but but uh, Gerard, let's say what you have to say here first. Who do you think I'm referring to today?
3: Well, I know it's not Kevin Nash because his is in July. It's not Scott Halls because his is October. Yes, I remember everybody's. It's not Hawk Hogan because his is October. O- his is August 11th. So the only other guy I can think it would be is X-Pac.
2: Good thinking X-Pac. Okay. Uh, and J.D., care to take another guess? Like I said... Uh, yeah, I'm going to um,
1: take a guess. Scott Flash Norton.
0: Okay. And John,
2: uh uh wait for his... Uh, uh, Gerard... Um, It, and I, you know what? I, I, wish, I wish it was Xbox. It's actually Scott Norton. Oh, good guess. 55, he, years, 55 he, years old today. 55, wow.
1: Yes. You I never got, never, got a, got, never, got, never got a break breaking WWE, which is a shame, because that guy could do some damage. Yeah, he probably still do something to some of the guys now out there. I think probably. he's still wrestling in Japan unless he retired. I'm not really sure. Okay, let me,
2: let me read this right here. This is a a small piece of history, guys. That's known for his tenures in WCW New Japan Pro Wrestling, where he captured the WGP Heavyweight title twice. Norton was also a professional arm wrestler, gained the nickname Flash for seven victories. He made an appearance in the arm wrestling movie starring Special Stallone, of course, called Over the Top. Great movie. Yes. Norton, believe it or not, guys, I did not know this, Norton was also a bodyguard for the late Prince, the 1999 and Purple Rain Tools. I did not know that. <laughs> I was, wow. Can y'all believe that? Scott Norton was. Uh, Scott Norton No, was a bodyguard for Prince. I can understand the Warlord being a. Who was the bodyguard for? What, was it 50 Cent? I think it was. Yeah. But I can never believe he. Uh, yeah. Absolutely amazing. Uh, so there's your rest of the history and
1: birthdays for today. Did you mention We're... that Scott Noren wrestled in the AWA, too? We
2: had, he only had a short, he only had a few Yeah, brief but I'm saying he only a brief
1: cup yeah, I'm just saying he had a brief cup of coffee there, I'm saying. But I'm just saying he had
2: a brief cup of coffee there, I'm
1: saying. That's what I was trying to say. Oh, okay. Thank you very
2: much, Jerry, J.D., for bringing us to our attention. And now, of course, King Ice, Gerard, and J.D., thank you very much for the rest of news and news for, us, uh, <clears throat> for this evening. Uh Gerard, um I do have to take a three minute warning. Uh of course as Rico as always, I will be back in about three minutes. As uh, so Gerard, my man, if you please, sir, provide it, everyone with the P L U G and you and J D talk about Monkey I'll be right back.
3: Alrighty then. The number is one seven two four 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 four. Seven four four four. The ID number is one three eight zero five five. Press pound. Press one, and you can talk to any of us right now.
1: So what you waiting for? <laughs> yes, call now. Call often. As Kevin Ash would say uh, during his NWO performance, buy the shirt, buy the shirt, buy the shirt. <laughs> and said, call now, call now. Awesome, call.
3: man. They should have him come back as an announcer.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, he'd be fantastic. Um,. Yeah, so it was it was really crazy here today, like I said, for the thing how I like I said, Chad put some pictures of the uh, thing up on the entertainment cavalcade so you have to see the pictures of the parade. It's just Yeah, I'll
3: have oh, to man. see that
1: it. It was oh, mad five
3: hundred thousand people?
1: Five hundred thousand. Four hundred to five hundred thousand, yeah. It was it was like New Year's
3: were they on top of each other or
1: what? There were trucks. Uh, Crosby we had the cr- a cup in his hand. Uh, a couple. I mean, they said that down in the crowd, it was like twelve, fourteen deep, and people were like in the parking garages on top of the garages, however, watching the parade. It was. It was a beautiful day for it. like I said. It started out as rain this morning, but then it cleared out by like nine o'clock. And by the time the parade started, eleven, eleven thirty, it was a nice little breeze going. It wasn't too muggy and steamy. It was just nice and calm and. It was a fun day. It was a very good day. I mean, Lemieux didn't speak, but Crosby spoke, Sullivan spoke, uh, who else spoke, uh, Carl Hagelin came out. In fact, Triple H mailed him a, a replica belt of the WWE title with the Penguins insignia, however, and uh, they brought out Benino and when the guy who called Benino, 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 was even introduced, and he was waving in the crowd, and he got his 15 minutes of fame with his buddy, and uh, he's like, oh my god, I've never been to a parade like this, and City that loves its team like this, and he was the fans loved the Indian guy, loved them. So it was fun; it was a good time. Like I said, I had about four or five people went down, and I talked to some of them earlier today, this afternoon, and they said it was just it was it was a fun fun time. It really was. Well, tonight though, on uh, the debate, Chad and I talked about. Uh, well. Continue next week. I mean, you can, you can uh, weigh in, too. Next week, we talked about the old territories, like the AWA, WCCW, UWF, Memphis, all that such, but we're going to pick that back up next week, obviously, and get your thoughts and Michelle's thoughts, and then we're going to talk more about the other territories, like Ring of Honor, TNA, ECW, that sort of thing next week. I'm going to maybe continue that one. If not, I'll just put it off to the side till whatever, and then we'll talk whatever next week. But that was one of our big debates tonight that we uh, weighed in on. Right. Huh? And if I could, real quick, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, and Gerard will back me up on this too, this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, listen to the best pre-show on the radio, the best damn radio pre-show in the universe, Revolution. And, of course, a few bets might be made at beginning at 5 o'clock. We will give you our money in the bank predictions. So if you're looking to bank with some of the big boys and girls on the radio network, Feel free to come on in at five o'clock for you fathers and sons out there, as we will be previewing what should be a very, very fun night, however, in Sin City this Sunday. Ah, uh, let's see what else is happening I'm trying to I'm just looking at the weather, however
0: and
1: Uh, not much else going on, however, right now, however, it's just pretty crazy, however, of course, uh, of course, the big news, of course, the week we mentioned in the entertainment show tonight about what's been going on in Orlando, it seems like Orlando's been hit a lot this week with the tragedies that happened, including the latest one last night, however, a two-year-old that was, in case you do not hear, was dragged into a lake by a gator, and unfortunately, did not make it, so... Our thoughts and prayers are with that family tonight. And, um, I think if there's anything else, I mean, I don't think there's not much else to report, really, at the moment. Um no. I don't know. I mean, it's just me, but I'm sure we'll find another juicy nugget or two before the night's out, you know. Us, we'll find out. But I do want to wish, however, on behalf myself, and I'm sure my colleagues will back me up too, a very late happy anniversary to my brother-in-law and sister, who had their anniversary yesterday, guys, happy anniversary, hope it was a great day for you guys, what number was it, I think it was number, let's see, oh man, I think it was number 9 or 10 now, I think it was 10, I think it's 10 years now, I'm pretty sure. I'll have to double-check with her. I, like I said, I mean, after what happened to n- earlier tonight, I mean, I didn't have a chance to ask her but I'll probably talk to her at some point tomorrow morning, because she's not working until tomorrow night, but uh, I'll ask her. But uh, uh, if not, I'll definitely see her over the weekend, I'm sure, at some point. Huh, and I'll find out all the details and let you guys uh, all know the... Uh,
2: Easy. Yes. Okay. Uh thank you very much, uh, Gerard uh, for in, for taking care of that plug there plug there, sir. And JD, thank you very much there as well. Uh, uh let me see here. What's uh what we have so far on the uh on on our to- lips and tongues tonight. That sounded nasty, I can't believe that sounded terrible. But uh, what were
1: we talking about before I came back? Well, we mentioned, I uh, briefly mentioned, it was my sister and brother anniversary. We anniversary them a Happy late anniversary. And, of course, we talked a little bit more about the parade. Not a lot, but then we also mentioned, uh, uh, what did we do? And I just typed, of course, the big pre-show for Sunday for Money in the Bank. Okay, absolutely. Thank you very
2: much there, guys. Uh, let me see here. Um. Uh, I would like to talk about mention this for a minute. You brought bring, bring Money in the Bank. Uh, of course, uh, like I said, uh, since since it debuted at you know one of the WrestleManias, I forget which one. I think it was number twenty one, where we saw the very first Money in the Bank match. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, let me ask. I'll, I'll, I'll put this question to you first. Uh, I mean, your personal opinion, and obviously I'm sure you probably have this, this this answer, but let me ask your opinion. Your take on how money in the bank has progressed from being just a match at WrestleMania to having, like I said, its own pay-per-view, its own, you know, spotlight, pretty much.
0: Oh, I think it has uh,
3: increased uh, for the good over the years. Um uh, I like when something is one match and then becomes a pay-per-view.
2: Certainly. Certainly. Uh,
0: is there any particular one,
2: Gerard, that stands out in your mind?
3: Uh, you mean the match coming up this Sunday or all together? You mean.
2: All oh, well, together. All the matches since its debut. I mean, which um, one you know, has won the best one?
3: Well, one that stands out in my mind is the CM Punk, uh, John Cena one, I think. Yep, was from
1: the-
2: Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, J.D., uh, uh, same question. How do you think ha money in the bank has uh, – oh, I'm sorry, George, were you finished? I'm sorry, but I was wondering. To...
3: Oh, yeah, I was done.
2: Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. My apologies again. Uh, J.D., your overall false opinion, sir, about how money in the bank has progressed from just being – a WrestleMania match to have in its own spotlight as a pay-per-view.
1: It's become a big event, no question about it, however. I mean, it really has, however, like I said, however. And uh, like I said, however, it's become quite a big event, however. I mean, I think, like George said, probably the best by far has to be the cena uh, Jericho or so I say Jericho, the Cena-Punk match from Chicago back in 2011, I mean. Cena was, like, really not very popular at first. He has never been popular in Chicago. And that night demonstrated how unpopular he really was with the Chicago faithful. And uh, for Punk to walk out the way he did, especially a few weeks after what went down, however, with that infamous pipe bomb in Vegas, however, and then two weeks later, faced him one-on-one and just, it was like, sort of like John Cena, AJ, uh, of that time. Because a lot of people felt that... CM Punk was getting tired of being held back by like guys like uh, Cena and Triple H, or, and it was his night to make a statement and make it uh, just kick in the door, so to speak, because he was tired of uh, being so close and he was just right around near the main event level that he wasn't there yet. But that night, that all changed, and he showed why he deserves to be in the main event. Or, and uh, it was one of the greatest, I think, Money in the Bank matches of all time. Will go down as one well of the top five, in my opinion.
2: Oh definitely have to agree with that. Uh of course, uh like you said, uh um, you know, in Chicago, of course everyone's still going to chant for CM Punk and I mean, I mean I'm sure guys were noticing this years later that they're still cheering for him, even though he's not there anymore. Um, but uh but still I mean that was that was a tremendous match. Now correct if I'm wrong, whenever Cena cashed in his briefcase. This was so far the only time that the championship did not change hands after a Money in the Bank cash-in. Is that correct?
1: Yes, I believe so.
2: Right. It was so I think I think Punk was holding the belt and, and, and Cena cashed it in, I think, the following week on a, on a Monday Night Raw. So I think what happened was Big Show interfered in that match. I think.
1: Yeah. I think so, yeah. That's what I Okay.
2: Okay. All right. So, <clears throat> but um, but yeah, that was a, that was a tremendous match up there, my personal opinion. Um, I and mean, of course, like I said, we've seen so many guys be be involved in this. I mean, one that I never thought I would, we would ever uh, see involved in an event like this was. I'm trying to know which one it was. You know, I'll probably refresh my memory on this. I believe Ric Flair was was in one of them, wasn't he? Mm,
1: I'm not sure. it's was I a It
2: wasn't just a ladder match. What are we talking about? Flair. Was he ever involved in a million in Bank match, Gerard, or was it just a ladder match?
3: I don't believe he was in a ladder match. Or
2: uh, Money in the Bank, right? Well, okay. Well, I thought at one point, I, I, that might be just a of match I think he was involved with. I think it also involved edge not too long before he retired, I think. So, um, uh, let me see here. Uh, of course, guys like, of course, the Hardy Boys were, was involved with that. Um, uh, RVD, Shelton Benjamin, Carlito, uh, uh uh, who else? J.D., I'm sorry. Carlito,
1: John Morrison. Carlito, John Morrison. Uh, uh, Christian, of course, I, I think was involved in one.
2: Uh, I think Jericho was in like a bunch of them, too. I think um, even, even... even. I guess you would have to count this one even though it hasn't happened yet. I think Jericho was in a bunch of them, wasn't it?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Uh. I'm sure, like I said, uh, guys like Cesaro and Sami Zayn and KO and Dean Ambrose are going to be in good company, in, uh, you know, as was list guys that was involved in, in one of these matches. Um course, Roman Reigns was in, I think was it last year, wasn't one of I think that was the one, I think Sheamus actually won, won, I think, uh, But yeah, Money in the Bank is going to have a great reputation because it's going, it's actually going to make more stars, make big time stars out of your, as I mentioned before about Money in the Bank this year, I'm sure Gerard, you and JD would agree that uh, that you're going to see a lot of former NXT P, uh, folks shine on Sunday my personal opinion. Uh, there's no doubt, there's no question about it, I mean Specialized They come between the Money in ladder match itself and some of the other matches that are, that are involved with this as well. So, NXT, I think, is going to have a good representation in this come Sunday, my personal opinion.
1: Well, you got, I mean, don't forget, I mean, you got a couple good name guys. I mean, you know, like Sammy and KO and Cesaro, the three of them. So, I mean, that tells you right there, they are uh, definitely going to be well represented.
2: <laughs> now, guys, John is saying... We are talking about Rick Flair a minute ago. That the ladder, the event ladder match at WrestleMania 22, Flair was in that one. Hmm. Dwar, do you remember this WrestleMania 22? I guess not. No, I, no, I did not know that. I'm, I'm, I did not know that. I, I thought that he was just in a, a basically a ladder match. Uh. Could have just been a prelude to this match at WrestleMania though, is what the match I'm thinking about. Hmm. the Rick Flo was I think was able to 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 show he could do it. So it was kind of amazing. But I think Money Bank's gonna be a good pay per view this Sunday, more of our personal opinion and, and I think uh okay, John says that year in January he was in a Play was in a TLC match. Here's what I'm talking about: in a TLC match, before that, versus Edge for the WWE title in
0: 2006. Hmm. Okay, I didn't. I didn't know that either. Hmm.
2: Learn something new every day, here, folks. There you go. And speaking of money in the bank, Gerard, I think we got something coming up this weekend. I'm not sure, but do you, you mind letting the folks know about what that is?
3: Well, it's did really easy to plug for it already, but uh, okay. so we, we can do one by maybe the end of the night.
2: Okay, we'll do it by the end of the night. And before we get to, I think, everyone's personal favorite thing, I won't say what it is just yet because I'm going to cut King EWO loose on that. I will cut him loose though on the infamous P L U G
3: How about the G U L P is that a Glub I never not
2: glub. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. Oh
3: yeah. uh, one
2: seven two four 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 four
3: seven four 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 Punch that ID number in, press 138055, press 1, and you can talk to the four amigos, well, three amigos, and talk to John on the chat box.
1: Oh, guys, I got something for you that's going to make you laugh and smile. Uh, June 22nd, that is next. We from today. What's it? What's it? You're
2: talking about when
1: that is? Yeah. That's a week from today. Yeah, a week from today at PNC Park in Pittsburgh, you can meet Tito Santana, Kurt Angle, Kevin Nash, Booker T, and the Nasty Boys. Ooh! Yes, I might be thinking about getting tickets for that maybe game, maybe getting these autographs. So I'll let you guys know if I do or not, maybe early next week, maybe. But yeah, they're all going to be in town. Kurt Angle back <laughs> oh, in his hometown.
3: Kevin Nash, man. He's oh, cool. Well,
1: yeah. I think Oh, cool. Lord. Yeah, I heard he's he really cool. If I meet Kevin Nash and get my picture with him, however, I'm just saying if I do go, I will post it. I know Michelle's going to be awfully little peeved at me.
2: Well, let me tell you something, J.D. If if, if by any chance you are, bat me up on this, good. If by any chance, that, now this week, I mean, Michelle did say that our shirt's supposed to be coming in here pretty soon. If, in fact, they all come in before you do this, J.D., Yeah. and you get to meet these guys,
1: Yeah.
2: you were that. And yeah. boy, boy, will we be a... You are, you are that, Mike.
1: I'm going to be out to dinner with a couple friends of mine tomorrow, so maybe I'll talk to them about the game. And if not, I'll try to get tickets to the game early next week. Because I do, now that I see that they're going to be in town, I might want to go to that game next week. I've only been to one baseball game all year. Yeah,
2: But, uh... But but Gerard, no, if, if if he were to get his shirt before this event, that he's talking about, and stand, stand next to a wrestling legend wearing it, oh
1: man, that guy yeah. kind of boosts it up a bit, wouldn't that it? would definitely boost it up? Oh my goodness! But of
2: course, Gerard will be our infamous model. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I said he's sporting this black t-shirt. <laughs> Gerard, I'm picking, dust. I'm juggling you, bud. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have plenty of time left here on here, on uh, 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 Mothership Broadcast tonight. So, I, I, you know what? Gerard, I'm kind of hinting the old standby. You want to let us know what that could be? Yes, the old
3: standby is.
0: Is is the old standby is this beer. No, that's not it. <laughs> the old standby is Wicked Wild Fantasy Matchups.
2: Yes indeed, ladies and gentlemen. We 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 mix it up here between old and new and uh Put, put uh, your thoughts and opinions to the test and see who you would pick if these guys actually wrestled each other in a match. Uh, <clears throat> and I think what I'll do here tonight, here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, the wheel is taking a vacation, so I don't have it with me tonight. However, uh, <clears throat> it did however leave me a note hanging here. When I, when I noticed I came into the studio, I noticed this. It said, on vacation... If you do fancy matchups just just do them just do them by random instead of instead of me having to choose it all the time, sign WCW wheel. Okay. Well Gerard she's on vacation, so uh anyone like I said, uh John be thinking of a match, Gerard J D of course be thinking of a match and I'll be thinking of one too and, and Whoever has one, throw it out there. We'll definitely have, give our take on it.
0: Hmm.
2: Ooh, ooh, ooh! I got it! I got it! I got it! I got it! Oh Lord! I got it right here. This is gonna be. This is gonna be something, guys. It's gonna be the ultimate mixed tag match. <laughs> you, you might know where I'm going with this. Y'all going to love this. I'm going to love this. It just came to me. Ric Flair and Charlotte versus Tully and Tessa Blanchard. Oh, that is a good one. Gerard, your take on this, bud. Mixed tag.
0: Oh, that one's a... Uh... That one's a doozy. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, we know the Flares are the dirtiest players in the game, so I'm going to have to go with,
2: ooh,
3: the Flares.
2: And John says he hates to admit this, but he's going with Ric Flair, the most hated diva, mall, Charlotte. His words. Uh, JD, your taking on this match?
1: I'm going to go with the Blanchard crew.
2: Hmm. And i got to say Flair and Charlotte, too, um, Now, let me ask you guys this. Did Flair and Blanchard ever get it on against one another?
1: I think before the horsemen started, yes, because I think Tully was still in Southwest Championship Wrestling with his dad's promotion at the time. I remember hearing a story about that. I'm not really sure.
2: Right, okay. Okay. But uh, ultimately, like I said, on the the big-time circuit... Rick Flair and Tony Blanchard really never wrestled against one another, like in the NWA or whatever. Yeah, I don't think they
1: ever fight. Okay, y'all yeah, would
2: admit that that would be a great match. Yep, that yeah, would. So, well, there's mine. I got mine off the plate. Uh, like I said, Gerard, JD, John, y'all got one. Like I said, the uh, uh and and said Somebody, do y'all remember? I think he's talking about National Lampoon's Vacation. Remember, vacation is where you go somewhere and then you never come back. Yes. Oh. Okay, John says, this is a good match. I'm about to pick, and he did an LL behind this. This is kind of a mismatch here. I think we all know who would win this. Oh. Oh, 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 John says that came from the movie Forrest Gump, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, his match is Yokozuna versus Brad Maddox. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> guys,
2: uh, guys, I think we can all decide on this, and let, let's all say it right here.
0: One and Gerard, Gerard, you
2: already you already know what I'm you know what I mean. JD yeah, You know what I mean. Me too. and yeah. y- y'all you're ready. Here we go. Do One, it. two, three. I'm it. <laughs> Y'all, you pick Brad Maddox, we're all going to come and kill you. <laughs> uh, he's saying it, too. Okay. <laughs> what a mismatch. Lord, how mercy. Yoko's going to flatten him in two seconds. Yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you say he's not a referee in that match, too? He'd be awful. Uh, okay. Uh, John, guys, out of the way. Gerard, JD, if y'all got one, throw it out there to us. So uh, whoever wants to take it first, go ahead. All right, I got one. Okay,
1: JD. All right. Magnum TA. Ooh. We're going to put him with Dusty. And before we turn heel, the phenomenal one, AJ Styles, taking on... The team of... Okay. Actually... Let me, let me be redo let me, let me it. Okay. Magnum, Dusty... And I need a bigger man. Hold on a second. I'm going to put... Yeah, I'll put AJM. What the hell? And I will put them against the team of... Uh, oh, this is going to be tough. This is going to be tough. We'll put the them up against the Road Warriors and one member of the club and we'll put that guy as Carl Anderson. So so you've got Dusty Rhodes, Magnum PA and AJ Styles. He's just a face though in this in this case, however, yes.
2: Okay. Versus the Road Warriors and Carl Anderson of the club. Yes. First off I gotta say, ooh that uh, Gerard, you're taking on J.D.'s six-man tag. Um,
0: I'm going to have to go with Hello <laughs> Ro- <laughs> L-
3: uh L.O.D. and Carl Anderson.
2: Okay,
1: J.D., your match,
3: your thoughts, please.
1: I think you're going to see Dusty's team win, but watch AJ carefully. However, you never know. He could betray his teammates here.
2: Okay. John is taking LOD and Carl Anderson. This would be a knock him out, drag him out match. Uh, first off, the winners would be the fans, because it would be a great match to see. Uh, oh, gosh. I got to go with L.D. and Carl Anderson, too. Yeah, that'd be... All right, Gerard, your Royal Highness, let's see what you have for us on the docket tonight.
3: I got the birthday boy, Scotty
0: Norton, versus... Apollo Crews. Oh!
2: That's
1: a good one there. That's a real good one there. to be a great
2: oh Lord have mercy, Scott Norton coming here and uh, oh boy that'd be a good competitor. Uh, Gerard, your take on your match, but who do you think? Scott Norton. Oh yeah, that'd be a good birthday present uh, for him for him right there. I'll tell you that. John is actually seeing a draw. That'd be kind of hard to choose there, I would agree. Uh, J.D., your your thoughts here. Apollo Cruz taking on the birthday boy today, 55 years young. Scott Norton.
1: I got to take Scott Norton this one. Apollo Crews would have a tough time. I mean, yes, I, I almost went draw two, but I'm going to go with Norton as well. Norton has the experience from Japan. Cruz, of course, is just starting out. How So the Japanese factor of Norton comes into play here.
2: I got to say Norton as well, absolutely. It would be a great birthday present for Scott Norton as well. Uh, well, let me... Let's see, so clean slate here guys? Uh uh great match matches all around, gentlemen, so far. Uh let's see what we have here. Uh hmm. Hmm. Well, we talked about this in the news earlier. Why why don't we do the rest of the matches like this? And I'll and I'll and I'll take this and we'll you, you just get everyone's opinion about this. We talked about, of course, the story about the possibility that Hall of Famer Trish Stratus might be making her uh, return at some point down the road to WWE for one or two more matches. Um, and she's named some potential opponents. We talked about them. Um, let me throw out some more uh, past and present, different federations, and we'll see, and then we get Gerard JD John. We we'll get your take on uh, each match. Like I said, Trish Stratus versus, like I said, a certain diva or knockout, what have you. Uh, Trish Stratus' first opponent would be the birthday girl today, Bailey. Uh, uh, Gerard, your take here.
0: Would you say Trish versus Bailey? Yeah. Uh, Yes. Well, there'll be no hugs this time. Trish Stratus will win
1: J.D.
2: Okay, your thoughts, Trish versus Bailey.
1: This would be good, however, because I think it'll be interesting to see if Bailey can ignore the hugging at least till after the match. I'm going to go with Bailey. Okay.
2: John is going with Trish, and this is going to be a good toss up for me. This would be a great contest, great match. Uh, I don't know if Bailey would be kinda of like what Mickey James did to Chris Stratus back in the day and try to hug her each time by every five minutes during the match, but
1: Bailey's gonna hug you. Bailey's gonna hug you. <laughs> I like
2: that. That, that. that I like that. That's what they got, always they, say. Oh, they do say that about oh, they do say that. They do the thing about the Samoa Joe thing for Bailey. I can yeah,
1: Okay. they've done that, couple, uh, they did that actually during the Eskimo match. I remember in NXT in Dallas, though.
2: Oh my goodness! Oh, my goodness! Okay. I gotta say, oh, this is gonna be a toss-up here. Uh, but of course, I always put experience. Got to play I gotta say, Trish. So, uh, Trish Stratus' next opponent here, gentlemen, will be. i have of a good one. I got my list of women right here. I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna look go through this. Trish versus. Uh, Oh, okay.
0: Um, mm, Tracy Brooks.
2: Hmm. Your take Chris Travis versus Tracy Brooks.
3: In a Boop challenge, or...
2: whatever you want to, how, how do you want to it?
3: Uh, but oh, I don't are, know, man. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to motorboat boat all day on those two. They got some big titties.
2: Holy
0: yeah. shit. Uh, in wrestling,
2: you'd have to go with uh, <laughs>
3: Trish. But boobs, no. I don't know, man. That would be a top yeah. <laughs> Okay, here we go
0: again. That word is
2: popping up here on in the on the, on the radio network again. Oh no, there were it, must be co- it must be cold in here. <laughs> it must be. <laughs> hey, the job I, I can't, still can't find that bling picture though. Of, of, uh, of I saw uh, Mercer. That name, uh, Brooke Adams. Uh, you know, Miss Ketsmoker. I, I saw that picture. I told you. I saw y'all. I told you I saw a picture of her butt naked. On the yeah, on the beach. No, yeah, wasn't the beach. She was in a house or something.
1: Oh, there you
2: go. But she, but her, but her front was facing the other way. So, and, and but you got an outline of her. And boy, you talking about boots? <laughs> okay, it's a good thing Anne's not on here. She's suddenly suit. Uh, anyway, um, JD, your <laughs> Uh and Don't do any motorbikes, JD. No, uh, Trish,
1: Trish, Trish would Trish would win, but I think we all win in the end. Yes, yeah, so, and of course,
2: Girardi, you would go. Boo! <gasps> yeah. There you go. That's it. <clears throat> there you go. <clears throat> uh okay, speak, speaking of that motor boat, no oh, lord, this is gonna be the ultimate one right here. Chris Stratus versus Major Guns <laughs> Y'all remember Major Guns? Oh Lord
3: no. Yes, yes I do.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. Uh Gerard uh I'm sorry, uh take This would be
3: titacular. Uh, okay. Major guns, I don't think could wrestle to save anybody's life. <laughs> yeah, it, this is, it was. She's like one of the NWO girls. She got up there and she had big tits and that. That was about it. And everybody lost uh, their minds. They're like, "What? This girl? What's she doing? She's gonna stand there? All right, we'll stare at her. I think that's about it." There's a bunch of those NWO girls that. Couldn't wrestle a lick, but <laughs> I yeah, don't think right. we cared.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Trish,
3: Trish would win this one.
2: Trish would win, okay, obviously. Uh, JD, look at the face, don't look at the chest. Uh, Trish versus Major Gunn.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course, Major Gunn said the porno.
2: Yeah. Enough said on that, Jake. Don't bring that up. Enough said, okay?
1: <laughs> and don't don't
2: get us riled up, man. We're already riled up. We're just talking about this. <laughs> you're, just, you're just... You're a winner for the
1: match. <laughs> uh, Trish, once again.
2: Yeah, uh... Um... And I'm going to say Trish, too, and... And, uh, uh... John put that away here, because we don't want to see that right now. Uh... <laughs> uh... I think he's sticking with Trish. Okay, so we'll just say Trish. Uh, but, of course, the ultimate winner, Gerard obviously would be the fans because everybody
1: would be go, all the guys would be going,
2: oh! Okay, yeah. I um, got a good person. one. Okay, go ahead, Trish.
1: What about Trish? How about this? Trish and Medusa.
2: Oh, Lord have mercy.
1: Yeah, teaming up, though, taking on Paige and Becky. Oh my Oh my lord, Gerard, the, the boob size is rude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's too uh, many boobs.
3: We need backup. <laughs>
1: Man <laughs> out. You know what, I'll jump in the I'll jump in my uh white striped shirt and I'll be the official. How about that? <laughs> no, JD, no 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 no
2: no 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 let your let your
1: no 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 all me right, let him be the official. I okay, you and I can call the action and end of you know what? You know what? the ring side. The, the, the main will be the referees,
2: man. You, you, you uh, you all right, can he gives the, the I'll be
1: the commentator. Say, I'll be the backstage oh, interview person. Then.
3: Was, it, was it the yeah, TNA referee or WWE that used to roll around with the girls all the time? That was funny.
1: Oh, I think it was both, I think. But I think it was WWE more, yeah. Oh, 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 I know
2: what you're talking about. Oh, Lord. I can't think of who that was. Oh. Anyway, like Gerard.
3: Judah,
2: uh, maybe? Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, 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 as JD said, uh, 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 Big boot. I mean, Chris and Medusa. Oh, Lord. We got my mom. Oh, okay. Versus Paige and Becky Lynch. Your okay. thoughts on this match, uh, Gerard? I'm
3: going to have to do. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. uh, of course, I think a no-brainer, Roger right, Gerard? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, JD, uh,
1: like I said, eyes on, <laughs> eyes on the face, not on the chest. Hey, <laughs> I already. Who I'm going with, Howard? It's going to be the Gothic Beauty page in the IR slash kicker. So my girl Becky. What? Yes. I'm going page and Becky in this one.
2: Gerard grab the dub. Man, man, this this boy will appreciate some fine sets of okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, I'm uh, John, your thoughts on this match of JDs? <clears throat> and he's also Gerard, the Raw Radio Broadcast team don't appreciate big boots off for some odd reason.
1: Well, Peggy uh, has a nice set, and Paige is pretty damn good-looking. I mean, you can't go wrong with either one. The younger, the better. I mean, Not I mean, saying bad about it, but still.
2: You are the younger or the bigger. Which one is better? Oh, I don't know there. <laughs> 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 that, that was both. No, I'll take I both. I mean, uh, <clears throat> John says, rope me, guys. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let the girls do that, John. We're not going to do that to you. Oh, Lord. Um, okay, let's see here. Uh, next one here, uh, Trish would take on. Next one she'll take on is. Uh, uh, let me see here. I don't know. Ooh, I got it! I got it. Trish versus Lacey von Erich. Hmm. Even even bigger bowl. Yes. Gerard, your take on Trish versus Lacey, Von on Eric. Trish. Okay.
1: Uh, and, uh, J.D.,
2: Trish
1: versus Lacey? Lacey. Really? Yeah. I think Lacey has a little bit of an edge. It's going to be a close uh, one, though. Yes, it would. And, uh, John, your talk, this is the
2: last thing to do here. Uh, <clears throat> well, Gerard now has done a lot... Enough motorboat in here. The last the last us a week. Sure, I'll,
3: I'll do one last one. I want to do an eight eight woman tag team one.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And John saying Trish again. So, and I'm gonna say that as well. Drummond, man, bring it to us.
3: Well, I'm uh, for the eight man tag team, but this time I'm gonna do an eight woman tag team. Ah. The first team will be.
0: Tristratus with Lita with Victoria and
3: Mickey James
0: (laughs) versus the boss. Uh, let's see. Electra,
3: ele,
1: Electra,
0: Electra, or
3: whatever her name is, Bliss. So the boss, Bliss,
0: Carmella, and... That's
2: mm. Oh, old generation versus new generation here. I like this. And Gerard John is taking Tr- Team Trish. Uh, you're taking on your eight-woman tag match, please, sir. Team Trish. Team Trish. J.D., your thoughts here?
1: Team NXT. What the?
2: Lord have mercy, man. What the? George, didn't take it behind the
1: building and pop this boy. And I, there's no appreciation for Trish. Mine, I do, but I'm just telling you, I mean, she's, she's good with the old veterans, but the younger generation, you got to hand to Bliss. I mean, ask what's dangerous in that ring. The female Warriors, I call her all the time, and then you got Carmella, an up-and-comer. I'm surprised you didn't go with Peyton Royce, because Peyton Royce is pretty damn good-looking, too. I think all of them are good-looking in my personal opinion. Speaking of and Bailey. I saw a picture for Braun Strowman. I don't know if you guys heard how she was at a baseball game, I guess, in Florida the other night, and I guess Braun Strowman was with her. You should have seen her. I mean, she had a little smile across her face, like her grin. It was a pretty cool smile of Bailey, however. But uh, standing next to Braun Strowman, I mean, my god, scary. Mhm. Yeah. And I got to say, Steve Stratus as well.
2: Uh, <clears throat> a great, ma- great. Match Gerard, absolutely great match there. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, and let me see what we have uh, talking out here. Of course.
1: Uh, <clears throat> oh, I got it.
2: Oh, you got. Oh, you got one more. Okay, go ahead, JD. You got one place. To Gimmick play
1: match, play. old school, new school, brawn panty style. Trish, <laughs> Trish and Stacy versus the perfect ten baby doll and precious.
2: Oh. oh! Katie, your match, your thoughts here, please.
1: I'm going to go with Trish and Stacy.
2: Okay. Uh, Gerard, your thoughts here on uh, JD's uh, tag team bra and panties. Who are the people?
1: Trish and Stacy versus the Perfect 10 Baby Doll and Precious, Jimmy Garvin's wife.
3: Trish
1: and Stacey. i got to say the same thing,
2: and like I said, so, and so does John. <clears throat> so like, so, uh, uh, like I said, just to reiterate here, like a you know, said, this is stemming off a story brought to you here a little, a little while ago here about uh, Trish Stratton possibly considering making a small comeback to WWE, and uh, she's talking about potential for who she would Love the face, and of course, she did mention two of them as being both Sasha Banks and Natalya. Those would be <clears throat> those would be some excellent matchups. I, I think the one with Natalya would be great. Yep. Uh, um, I think that would, Now, I think Natalya was in there while while Trish w- was still there, but like you said, I don't think they ever got a chance to wrestle each other. No, I don't believe. Uh, but <clears throat> that that would be a great contest right there. Uh, but the Sasha Banks. Uh, That'd be the ultimate old school, new school thing. That's my personal opinion right there.
1: Her and Paige would be good, her and Becky, her and Charlotte?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. What would it be like
2: if they actually put, and they, probably won't, they probably won't do this, but I thought this occurred. You know, if they put her in a match with Charlotte and Homer. somehow that, that belt, that new belt was on the line there. It'd be kind. of nice to see Trish hold that belt. You know what yes, I mean? It would. Yes, it would. I mean, although I don't think they'll do it. They'll they'll do that. I'm just saying that. Well, she's already retired one time as champion. I don't. I don't think they would do it twice. I don't think. know. Uh, yeah. Well, as I say, anything can happen. But. You know, I mean, would it make sense though to retire a second time as the holding that belt, or oh, holding the championship now? I would say it because, like I said, she never held the she never held the um, the current belt. Is what like I'm saying.
1: The butterfly one. That's yeah.
2: why I say that. But I mean, but well, I we have to wait and see on that. But if she can make it back, hey, it might give raw. It might give WWE a boost in terms of the ratings. Maybe. Yeah, it
1: could.
2: Because we and then, let me mention any emphasize this again. And Gerard JD, I'm sure you would agree. I think the only time here in recent memory that we saw a boost of Monday Night Raw was obviously when Shane McMahon made his comeback. Yep. Uh, So so, um, so obviously that's one thing. And, of course, WWE is probably not going to do this every single show, although it would be interesting to see that you know, that might kind of give them a little bit of a boost each time if they did once in a while, not all the time, but once in a while, do shows in which you have superstars who haven't wrestled there for a long time return. Mm -hmm. And maybe stick around for about maybe, I don't know, several weeks to a month or something like that. I don't know how long they would keep them on the air or whatever.
1: Right.
2: But, uh, I mean, I mean... I mean that could be one thing that could possibly give say Roll a boost because after JD, of course, the numbers you reported last night. I mean yeah. that was uh, that was that was that right there was probably the lowest they could possibly they probably own oh, yeah. it. And... Big time, big time,
1: Yeah. yeah but... And John's
2: got a fancy matchup that has nothing to do with Trish Stratus, unfortunately. But Girardi might like what he's got here. Uh, let me get your take here. He's got a no holds barred match. KO. Versus Bam Bam Bigelow.
0: Uh. Pop power powerbomb.
2: I would agree. <clears throat> I definitely would agree with that. JD, your thoughts here on John's as Match whole No Bark KO versus Bam Bam?
1: Oh, it's right. I'm sorry to tell you this. Ko's gonna hear three a simple word greetings from Asbury Park. I'm taking Bam Bam.
2: Oh my goodness! And John is saying Ko for the win. So Ko gets, like I said, the deuce here from from three three of our three of our numbers here tonight. <laughs> <coughs> and on that note, and 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 you are John's telling you JD is a traitor now.
1: <laughs> I may be a tr I may be a trader tonight, but not overall huh? I mean I picked uh, there's tough ones tonight we picked them I mean, we but I had to go with my like, gut on a the few of them.
2: Right. Well that's true. That that's true. I mean you have to like you, know, you kinda of focus you gotta focus about like some of the matches that a lot of these superstars were in. Oh yeah. Mhm. memory and then you kinda of put them together and see, see how I would react if these guys actually wrestled exactly. with each other. Like that. so there you go. So but that's the way we like to do it. And like should we come up with some do as Gerard and I both say, some doozies. Yes. Here on the shows where the Revolution pay, of course every week. Uh on that note, ladies and gentlemen, uh, before we leave the air this evening, uh no. speaking of Gerard King and W. O. Do you have anything you wish to add before we take we leave the air this evening? No. Okay. Uh John says no thoughts there. Uh J D.
1: No thoughts, but we'll be back tomorrow for Wolfpack Radio.
2: Absolutely, and Gerard, sir, if you mind, sir, this is with miss- myself uh, and of course uh, W.O., the Iceman, and the Human Smith Machine. Gerard, go ahead and take us out.
3: All right, this has been another edition of WCWS Revolution, and the. Uh, people that were involved in this show were The Boss, Chad and John, JD the Iceman, John the Human Suflex Machine, and last but not least was King
0: NWO GTS. So, uh, stay in the ring, be safe, God bless and good night.